Netflix book club. Netflix book club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix book club. My name's Dennis Rooney. I'm Stephen McDonald. And uh, we're here in Brooklyn today. We have a very special episode today, everybody. Stephen, very special episode. Very special guest. guest. Uh, our guest today is my lovely wife, uh, Rachel O'Hare. Hi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's that was sensual. You're going with it. <laughs> um, our numbers just spiked dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and so the big thing with this episode, we're just going to come out of the gate with it, is yeah. that Rachel did not watch the movie. Nope. Uh, she had to. She was going to watch the movie. She had to work late last night, and then she had to work this morning, and was not able to watch the movie. And she wasn't going to do the podcast. And then we realized, hey, hey, you might as well. Cares? Like, who cares? We'll just ha- you can be part of the discussion. I think it was also um, an easy decision considering the movie we watched. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> considering <laughs> the movie that we watched, it was a little bit easier of a decision simply because, uh, you know, we'll get into it. Yeah, this was a tough one. This was a toughie. Um, Anything we want to cover before we dive into trashing this piece of shit film? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't feel that strongly about it, but I do feel a little strongly. Um, yeah. So, uh, so this movie, I um, here's the thing. <laughs> I usually you send know this you is my three. this is well no this is the thing is that you sent you send me three I picked this one I didn't know what it was. Um, I Wait, looked did you up even watch a preview or a trailer before I looked at the poster. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I googled. <laughs> the movie we're doing today is uh, is American Hangman. Yeah. Uh, you sent me three movies. I don't remember what the other two were, but you sent me you sent me the three. One of them was American Hangman. I googled American Hangman. Uh, I looked at the poster, and I looked and I saw that it w- that Donald Sutherland was in it. Can't go wrong. And I love Donald Sutherland. Donald and I was Sutherland. like, I'm in. Let's do this one. Um, it's got one of the trendy names right now. Not American Hustle, not American Animals, American Hangman. Yeah. Um, is, uh, there's a lot of those. I think we could stop with that. It's, uh, yeah. The American XYZ film title thing. Although yeah. American Animals was really good in my opinion. I would like it if other countries started doing that more often. <laughs> where it was just like, I want to see Norway hustle. What about <laughs> what about Turkey, Turkey? <laughs> turkey, turkey. <laughs> Czechoslovakia noodle. <laughs> We're just doing restaurant names now. <laughs> <laughs> Bulgaria. Bad, bad restaurant names. Bulgarian that. bulge. <laughs> right, um, we're getting gross. But uh, I didn't know anything about the movie. Um, if uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to get to, you're going to understand whether I say stream it or don't. Is it usually I would pull up something to tell me like, when was this made? What was this thing? Uh, I disliked this movie enough that I didn't even go that. I, I love didn't it. try that hard. I love it. I said the same thing when I rolled up today. I met you outside and I said, I have zero notes for this film and I'll explain why. And that's pretty much the explanation is that I dislike this movie pretty strongly. <laughs> I don't I don't like coming on the podcast and just shitting on yeah. films. I like to try to put this Neither movie do was I. And really I, unnecessary. About, about 45 minutes in, I felt uh, I felt really bad. <laughs> Because <laughs> no, no, no! I felt really bad because I knew that I was going to have to come on the podcast and and talk about how bad this movie is, and being somebody who has made movies before and had movies that don't quite work, 
and have scripts that I've written that I've gone back to where it's like, oh, I wrote this five years ago, and I go back, and I'm like, what was I even thinking? Like, and I thought it was good, and then I realize how terrible it is. Yeah. And, uh, and so I feel that anybody who gets, anybody who finishes a feature film screenplay should be proud of themselves it's well, a no, hard like thing literally to do. it's like if you finish a feature film screenplay you should be proud of that if you get funding to make a movie and get actors attached you should be proud of that even if the movie doesn't end up getting made if you make a movie you should be super like the yeah. the, the the process of making a movie is incredibly difficult and so i always feel bad <laughs> when also the movie is shit yeah, you know, and it's kind of because like I don't because I because I almost have this thing where I'm like, good for you. Yeah, and and it's I like hope you don't know if it's bad until it's over, and then you get to try it, and you're like, oh shit. I like to think this about different about music or about just uh, or about any kind of art that you're making is, uh, and it's profoundly weird to me whenever I think this is is this is somebody's favorite thing, just on the planet. This is somebody's favorite movie. This is somebody's you know favorite album. Like whatever Rachel's thing. When she does watch it, she's gonna be like, "You guys are <laughs> yeah. idiots. You guys this are is idiots, fantastic. and this is absolutely fantastic." This movie spoke to me on a personal level. <laughs> All right. So, w- w- what's what's one? Is it time for our special segment? It is time for our special segment, uh, which is Dennis. What's the worst way to describe this movie? What's, what's the, the worst way to describe, describe this movie? Oh yeah. I always leave a really long pause though because I don't know how long. <laughs> Even though he tells me, he's I like, cut I didn't it edit out it. in the edit. <laughs> I still, I still, I pause. I literally pause in real life. I freeze. Uh, worst way to describe this movie? I'd say one way to describe this movie is a uh, pistol. Pete Campbell from Mad Men gets an emo haircut and takes a philosophy 101 class and decides to uh, fuck it. I'll just say it. Spoiler alert: murder a judge. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. It's dumb. <laughs> uh, I my worst way to describe this movie is that this is either the the worst or the best episode of Judge Judy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if Judge Judy was the judge that got caught, hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm yeah, telling you right no. now. changes the fucking film. I wonder, you know, I wonder if you made this a comedy, would it be amazing? <laughs> same premise, same thing comedy it would be a lot better as a comedy i think would it be amazing i don't know let's, um, let's hit to the give, break though well what, what i'm gonna do before we hit the break just to just because we usually don't do this but uh but rachel hasn't seen the movie oh yeah stream it or don't stream so it. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna give you the premise of it it's that uh a judge at the beginning of the movie a judge and a random person have been kidnapped and put into a uh like a basement, basement mm-hmm. like a cinder block concrete room. Mm-hmm. Saw situation. Um, they even acknowledge it. Yeah, like they acknowledge it. that it's like saw, and this guy comes in. It's Pete Campbell from uh, from, from Mad, Mad Men. Men. But you don't know it's Pete Campbell. For some reason, they do a very intentional job of blocking his face. Yeah, they like, like barely show him, right. but then they start showing him. And then him. they don't it's seem weird. to care, and they but, don't really make it, I don't know. Um, but he plays this like very weird emo guy, and he... <laughs> Uh, he's got a bunch of cameras pointed at them, mm-hmm. and then he starts streaming online a a video stream where he is going. He's putting the judge that Donald Sutherland plays on trial. That yeah. he is, and then what they're doing is is that online people are acting as the judge. The so 
No, they're well. The they're judge, acting yeah. as the judge. So, like, if one of them tries to like say something is overruled, they literally can v- people can vote online as to whether that that's overruled or not. Oh. And then they're going to sentence him to it's death. It's almost at the end. like social media becomes the judge. Yeah, sure, like it's trying Whoa. to say something. It's like the judge in. <laughs> it's like the court of public opinion. Fuck this movie was so heavy handed. Um, but not in a good way. And then at what all. they do is is that they like like he's on trial and it's the. Uh, Donald Sutherland what you find out as the movie goes on this isn't really a spoiler is that the judge presided over a trial uh, where uh, a young girl had been kidnapped Mm -hmm. and they sentenced the guy to death Mm -hmm. and uh, the guy who um, they found to be the murderer and this guy knows that that what that he was wrongfully convicted and so they're so he's trying Donald Sutherland for the murder of the guy that got put to death. Okay. He's putting the system on trial. Um, kind of. Kind of? Kind of, in a way. Um, and then uh, hilarity ensues. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the movie. Um, would you be interested in watching a movie would, like this? Would you like to you stream <laughs> it? Would you like Would you like to stream it or don't stream it? No. No, thank you. <laughs> Hold on. Now try to be honest. If we came at you stone faced and mm-hmm. described this movie without any bias of us having already watched it and extremely disliking it, do you think the concept maybe could garner garner a, a of a watch where you're like maybe that's interesting? It sounds interesting, kind of. Sounds I interesting for like a high school project. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's so much, so much you could say about the criminal justice system and social media becoming the judge and media becoming the judge and this doesn't seem like it's <laughs> gonna do it <laughs> it's not gonna say the things fair very fair all right that's a um, three three don't stream it it sounds like oh no i'm saying stream it are you lying no i'm lying, okay, <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm, I'm, lying. I'm saying don't stream it okay we're gonna hit the break uh i have no idea what the clip's gonna be for this episode <sighs> And Play something then, uh, from Mad Men, please. And then something <laughs> just take something from Pete Campbell <laughs> on Mad Men. Campbell <laughs> We're going to address that insult right now. That's not yeah. Pete Campbell, but he's in the scene. Okay. <laughs> um, we will be right back. Judge Judy. Oh, please. That's baloney. Duh. You look ridiculous. Got it? You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> you think he's ready? He's not ready. You know who I am, right? What's my name? Judy. Who are you, man? How you doing? Don't ask me how I'm doing. Where's my money? The money, I do not owe anything. Oh, please. And we're back. It could have been cool. Uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't think it could have been cool. I kind of, so I had actually, in uh, previous weeks, I think maybe just last week, I had scrolled through this and I thought about sending it to you and I was like, nah, put it on the back burner. Because just reading... First of all, like you said, seeing the poster on Netflix, Donald Sutherland, I'm like, that's a great actor. Like, how bad could this be? And then I read the little blurb about it there. I don't know. It seemed interesting. Like, I definitely when had I saw it, for when film. I looked at the poster, I thought it was going to be a conspiracy movie. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something much was, more bigger yeah. scale than some guy kidnapping a judge over one girl's. Yeah, I thought murder. it was going to be a much more conspiracy theory esque movie, and Donald Sutherland was going to play some kind of crazy guy. Yeah, and I was like excited for that. So wait, hold on. Let's talk about let's. Ju- I want to jump right to the ending actually because I have questions. Um, uh-huh. 
So at the end of the movie, what happens is this is so fucking stupid too. At the end of the movie, <laughs> they find out duh, 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 the calls coming from inside the house. They are they're trying to find where this guy is streaming from, mm-hmm. and turns out this police station, which they casually mention earlier in the movie. No, they don't casually mention it they earlier. They force in the movie. it in. They force it in like For nine no times. Reason. <laughs> yeah. Like nine times. I knew they, something they was mention coming. That the police that they're moving to a new police building oh. and that this police building that they've been in forever is it, it has been like everybody's leaving like when they need the IT department they've got two guys and it's because all the other IT guys already work in the new building oh. and He's they in need the middle of like an argument with someone and he just stops and goes you know this building's all over 200 years old. It's like, <laughs> why are you fuck? saying that? No, <laughs> yeah. Like, if I were the other guy, I'd be like, you know, there's someone missing right now, right? There's, there's a judge missing. Yeah. <laughs> talking about this old building. Um, but go. But they so they find, find out, out they find out that it's they because they've gone and raided this guy's house. Mm-hmm. They figured out who the killer is or mm-hmm. who the guy that kidnapped everybody is, and they raided his house and they find out that he was actually the guy who kidnapped the little girl and killed her. Like, he okay. knows that this guy was innocent because he was the killer. Got it. And oh, okay. they, but they go to, they go to his house, they don't find him. Mm-hmm. And then they realize, wait a minute, it's the basement of the police precinct where all of us are right now. This entire streaming thing has been happening in our basement this entire time. And then they send a SWAT team down to Ray, to like save Donald Sutherland. Mm-hmm. Who is about to be allegedly executed? Like he's he, a, the kidnapper, uh, Pistol Pete Campbell, <laughs> is holding like a gun to his head, essentially, mm-hmm. and he's like, th- which the internet found him guilty, like massively, like sixty forty, right, or like seventy thirty. Yeah. Do you think that would go down in real life? Like people are, especially with the power of anonymity through the internet. I just found it kind of staggering. Where I was like, well, I was like, if they leave it up to the internet, surely people aren't going to put this guy to death, even if he did do wrong as a judge or whatever, you know. I don't, I don't, in all honesty, like, I, here's my question with that, which I wanted to ask, which is, would you have, would you have found him guilty or not guilty? I would have found, here's the thing, in my head I'd be like, fuck this judge, but I'm also like, I'm not going to be the guy who votes yes for this strain, for this weirdo to shoot him in the head. But if you're doing it online and there's like thousands of other people voting, would you vote yes? Oh man, I don't know. I don't think so. Because I, I would have. Because so. I don't want I, any blood on my hands. Even well, if no, I was in a jury, like that's a. So you would just watch. You wouldn't was, vote. If it was truly through the judicial system, and I was on a jury, and they held this uh, judge to trial, then I'd be like, yes, he did something wrong. I mean, I wouldn't sentence him to death, though, either. I don't think right. what the judge did in this film. Well, actually, I don't know. I still ca- that was a gray area for me as someone who watched the film. <laughs> <laughs> Did As someone who watched the film, did the I judge know he knowingly put this guy to death, right? Knowing that he was innocent of this particular crime. Well, I think that it it lends itself to something that like the film really did a poor job of like explaining. It did a poor job of explaining a lot. Yeah. But I think the thing that it did a poor job of was it very heavy handedly tried to make the point that was if you're gonna put somebody to death, it has to be you you have to be beyond the shadow of a doubt. Right. You have to. It has to be dead to rights. It has yeah. to be like a hundred percent. This person did this crime. We know this thing. And yeah. Donald, the judge, goes on this whole thing about how like you can only hope the law gets close enough, which I thought was real bullshit. Huh. Well, and that entire defense was real bullshit. But like 
the the point it was trying to make in my opinion was that it was like if you're not like like these people weren't there was a lot of evidence to suggest this other guy did it and they just got it wrong yeah it sounds like they just got it wrong it doesn't sound it sounds like, like they just got it wrong it doesn't sound like it was a massive conspiracy they it wasn't didn't, malice it was incompetence. they didn't do a good enough job of explaining why they wanted this other guy to to be the guy. He was a creep too, though. The guy they did get sounds. They like keep. Did he do other stuff too, or just kidding? They this girl? they like, they like, offhandedly reference different things where it's like, there's there's a thing in the movie that's like a picture of him when he was in high school that was creepy. They like reference he was the a weird dude. That's maybe the only thing I liked about the film is that tool of they brought up this picture they. You know the the guy who kid Pete Campbell who kidnapped the judge is like, and you saw the picture, didn't you find the picture disturbing? And he's like, yeah, all right, I did find it disturbing. And in a way, as a viewer, you're like, I want to see the picture, mm-hmm. but that's the whole point. Is that like you shouldn't judge something off one picture? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, like one picture of this kid. Well, and that's and what the media kind does of, a lot of they time. Had is kind they had kind of like, judged all these people and like they had judged this guy on preconceived notions before. They had the trial, and then they had the trial, and certain things, according to them, didn't quite add up, but, like, they sentenced him anyway. Yeah, so it's kind of fuzzy, but then, so then at the end, he's got the gun to the judge's head, the internet has found him guilty, but he's also kind of planned it out where he seems to know what he's doing, and as the squat, the squat team, the the SWAT team comes in, they just come in doing deadlifts. They just yeah, <laughs> doing squats. <laughs> <laughs> they just come in to squat on them. It is the basement of a police station. Um, but the SWAT team comes in and just open fires like immediately on oh. both of them. Oh, and so the SWAT team die? shoots yeah, shoots Pete Campbell dead to rights. He is dead, but, but he's not he, holding the gun. But he's not holding the <gasps> gun. He gave it to the judge last minute, and now the judge is holding the gun, and the SWAT team has shot the judge, but he's not dead, and let's get an ambulance down here quick, and that's how the movie ends. Well, no, and then they immediately, like, all of this is being streamed online. This This action sequence is also being streamed online, and... TV networks are oh, yeah. playing the stream on the air. What platform was he streaming on? Um, they don't explain. Zanga. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it was a live journal. <laughs> it was a, yeah, it was a live journal. That would make sense. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would he was streaming on Tidal, and no one was watching. Yeah, it was one of, Don't you hate that in movies where it's like, they use technology, and it's like, hey, man, what is that? Like, that's yeah, not, that's not a thing. It's like yeah. the chick from Destiny's Child, or, or I'm sorry, not Destiny's Child. Beyonce? TLC. No, <laughs> TLC, I think, had a video, or one of those girls had a solo career where they had a video, and she's texting her boyfriend, and it's like a meme now online, but she's texting her boyfriend on a spreadsheet. Yeah. Like a Microsoft <laughs> spreadsheet. <laughs> and it's just like, that's not how that works no. at all. Yeah. And it just takes you out of it. And I definitely had moments in this movie where I was watching the... Internet. They also have a useless hacker in this film. Yeah. So the police have a friendly hacker. Oh. Who? Yes. Of course <laughs> they do. And uh, I never say this. You know I never say this. But I honestly feel. And please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh huh. There is no reason for her character to exist in this film. <laughs> it was a, t- a, a lady hacker. It was a lady. It was hacker. a lady oh. hacker. And she was the only person who was not white in the film. So if you take her out of the film. It's all white dudes in the whole fucking oh, movie. So yeah. So I think her purpose was literally just to be like, ah, we gotta throw in a Latina hacker in there. To I 
I don't know why she was there other than She made to, no consequences. Well, no, other she than to... down voting at one point. Other than to... Uh, there was... This is the thing, is when you say that, I almost have the moment where I'm like, why was anybody in this movie? <laughs> like, everyone in this movie was That's pretty fair. useless. Yeah. And, like... The my problem that I the the thing that I really like consistently have a problem with is like there's just so many things in this movie that are that are inherently wrong mm-hmm. in the sense that it is like they're trying to take a stab at the media by having the the woman who's the the anchor for like the for like the local news wants she's like running down this whole story but they're like playing the stream on the air and like like, i can tell you right now no news organization would live play the kidnapping of some like this is the kind of story that the news would talk about after it was done yeah and be like hey this weird thing happened but like no news organization would rightfully put something like that on the air yeah it's the same thing that's like it's the same thing that's like, you know, we, like, I remember when I was at Vice, it's like, there are certain networks where it's like, you couldn't, like, like, MSNBC won't show, won't show dead bodies. Like, they won't, like, it's, like, they won't show a dead body if it's covered and it's, like, being carried out or something like that. Mm-hmm. They might show that. Right. But, like, they will not show just a dead person on the ground. Right. The so why would they live stream? And so, like, no one would live. No, it's, like, no but no network yeah, would no live stream a possible murder of somebody shot in the face no. and the yeah. kidnapping of somebody. So, like, that whole plot point doesn't, doesn't make any sense. I get what they're trying to say with the media where it's, like, this, uh, she's, like, She's hungry. It's this news anchor. Where yeah. It's like it's my story. I want to own oh. it. We're gonna be the first on it. We're gonna follow the SWAT team. That's the thing too. Like she follows the SWAT team from the location where they think he is mm-hmm. back to the police station. Mm-hmm. At no point do the police like, hey, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, we're working <laughs> like, right like, now. And she like goes down into the basement of the precinct or something yeah, like that. She's towards like the five end, five steps behind she's six like five, people yeah. with automatic weapons. And like <laughs> that's just not how it works. There would be a cop at the top yeah. of the stairs that just goes, no. How did how did <laughs> you can't. Pete, come in here. How did Pistol Pete drag two bodies? Because at the beginning of the film, it opens with him dragging the two bodies, mm-hmm. and it shows it like, oh, these this is a heavy, you know, you're dragging a mm-hmm. yeah, you're dead dragging weight. It. It's a big deal. It's hard. Yeah. So he dragged two people into a police station, into the basement, like he snuck by. This is the most <laughs> inept police force I've ever seen represented this is, in any Well, media. they're moving, so they're, they're moving. That's very stressful. That's yeah. Well, no, and this is the thing. That's is. how it happened to Iron Man and Spider-Man, right? Yeah. yeah. Moving day. He, shit was all over. I do, I do believe that like there there are certain things that I was willing to allow um the entire like getting the bodies into the having all that stuff in the basement of the police thing I was like I'll allow it because if you've got people coming in to fix if you've got people doing stuff if yeah. nobody's around at okay. 2 in the morning and you've got the right key card you can get in like you can get in you can carry bodies and you can do different <laughs> stuff but like, police stations are 24 hour Operations, but this is the old police station. Yep, this is the oh. old. Oh, <laughs> and is there the always one. somebody at the loading dock? And is there always somebody? Like, it's just one of those things. It's like there, there are oh, yeah. certain places. It's not going to ruin the movie. It's for not going to ruin the movie for me. Yeah. but on top of everything but else, it's another. I will yeah. say this. Factor. I will say this is is at what point in the movie did you realize they were in the basement of the police station? Um, 
not until I kind of you know I don't try to figure shit out for the most part anyway. Uh-huh. I did figure out early on. I was like, this is definitely the guy who killed her. If that's yeah, because you know how else would he know with beyond a shadow of a doubt? But I don't think I really gave a shit to even try to figure out the basement thing until it probably moments before it happened, and I was like, oh, I think he's he's there. I figured it out like thirty minutes in. Thirty minutes in, I, I they were like they were like we don't know where he is, but we do know he's local. And in my head, I was like, I just went, I just went. He's in the basement. Call is coming from in the house. The police station. Yep. That's gonna be the twist in this movie, and they because they telegraph they just telegraph so many things. They did in this movie so hard. Um, it felt like a B movie, like some of the acting in it felt. Well, the script was written. The the script, this is the thing is, is that anything, the only thing this writer cared about was the scenes in the basement. Everything That's else true. was very poorly written. Um, or is that just because the best two actors were involved in, other than Pistol no, Pete? No, because also, because I, I'm not saying that the writing down there was good. <laughs> um I think that the writing was terrible because it's one of these things. It's like they start off it. They started off with, you've got to, like, like they have to. This guy that's next to Donald Sutherland. It's Donald Sutherland. This other guy, mm-hmm. and Donald Sutherland has to, like, they have to say who they are, and stuff like that. And uh, Donald Sutherland doesn't just say his name. The other guy doesn't say his full name. The other people, like, there's just all these moments in it where I'm like. Why wouldn't you just say who you are? People wouldn't act like why that. wouldn't like people wouldn't act like this. Yeah. And then they have these esoteric, weird, like, ri- like very written out conversations back and forth about the law, and it just doesn't. None of it feels. It feels very one on one. It feels it, yeah. It feels it does not feel thought out in a way that's really like. It feels like a first draft. Let mm. me. Let me ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the judicial system? Badly. Badly. I'm going to let you take this. You go for it. I was going to say, you have a little bit kind of experience. You right? have experience. I don't know, I don't know how much you want to share. Feel free to be discreet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have secondary experience in the legal system, I guess. Secondary you worked experience? at Rikers Island. I interned in the <laughs> garden. In the garden. The gar- is that what they called it? Horticultural therapy. Okay. You were adjacent to the. I was adjacent system. to the. Yeah, okay. I walked through it, to the to the garden. Well, and the people that you worked with were in they the were prison. In jail. Yeah. A big spiel that Pistol Pete goes on in the movie is how incompetent a lot of not just police but also the judicial system and the failings of it. Yeah. Something where like eighty percent of crimes, nonviolent crimes, don't go solved. Uh, yeah. What's well, your, I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how accurate those stats. Really I know did sound more about crazy. the court system, which mm. is super fucked up because it's really it's like designed to not have enough people or time to have everything go to trial. So pe- things are supposed to get settled. Quick so and speedy trial don't exist, right? No, no, yeah. it takes years and a lot of money. A I'd lot imagine. of money, yeah, and a lot of time, which means people end up sitting in jail waiting for a conviction or g- to get released and just like cooling their jets and that's super fucked up maybe pistol pete made a good point maybe there should be just a vigilante the guy in this movie is like obsessed with justice obsessed with the law how it works at one point 
there's this guy on screen giving like an interview about the girl who got kidnapped mm-hmm. and he's talking about how we need to find this guy blah, blah, blah. and Pistol Pete's in the background with like a hat on looking shady walking around <laughs> and he like says something he says like due process yeah he like mumbles due process <laughs> it's real weird and it becomes a clue where it's like that's him that's our guy huh. and uh, I, don't know, I don't know why I brought that up just now, it's weird that he's like and you said he's an emo guy, right? Oh yeah. He, well, he's he just obsessed like, with the law. He just <laughs> he just has this. We were Rachel's saying like, emo tell me more about this, this fictional character. <laughs> he's got this super emo. He's got this super like emo haircut. Uh-huh. Yeah, he really like does. he just has like black hair that's like cut in that way. In he's that, like, on the emo, fringe of like hacker, you know, like hacker, like tall, thin, wiry, black yeah. t-shirt, like plain pants and shit, and then like the bowl haircut. He's he's got a bowl haircut to end all bowl haircuts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and jet black hair. <laughs> And uh, and those they're like Lenin glasses, right? Like yeah. Lenin glasses. Oh, yeah. Weird. He's a weird character. Okay. And also, if he's obsessed with justice, and this guy, who got killed because of the judge, blah blah blah, sentenced to death, he could have like he says, in one of his many long diatribes, he says to uh, the judge, he's like, the cops were three feet away from the, where they could have found her, they could have saved her, they were incompetent, blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, but you also could have just turned yourself in, bro. Yeah. Like, if you're so obsessed with the right person getting nailed for the right crime and being like, why didn't you just do that? That's the movie annoyed the hell out of me. You guys ever go to court? Recognition for it? That's what I see. This is the thing. They never settle on that because what I thought it was going to be, which I was like, this could be, if this is where they go with this, then it could be interesting. Is that he's a serial killer and somebody else got yeah. credit oh, yeah. for his kill? That would make sense. That would have been interesting. Where it's like he's putting this guy on trial because he's pissed off that he killed the person and nobody will recognize him. Yeah. He doesn't do that. That would have been the better movie, but then you start to lose that sort of like the whole American. What? Who is the American hangman? Is it the yeah. judge? Is it the people? The media? But uh, Steven's good at p- fixing movies and posts. Yeah. Usually when we watch a bad it. film, he's like, this is what I would have done. And most <laughs> of the time, I'm like, that would have been a better movie. Yeah. Um, it would have made more sense. Yeah. No, but I... I like how even you're starting to trash this movie, and you didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. No, it's bad. You're right. You're not wrong at all. <laughs> I think that I, I the, the question that I do want to bring up is... Uh, because one of the things that this hinges on is a bunch of death penalty stuff. Yes. That it's like they, they sentence this guy to, to death and then he had been killed the day before. Okay. And then now they're going to sentence Donald Sutherland to death. Um, Pro-death penalty? Anti-death penalty? I, I want to ask you. How do you feel about the death penalty? Me personally? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about something, something less... Uh, you want to talk more Simpsons we can talk quotes? about we can talk can about religion. Favorite or? Simpsons bits. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I don't know actually because wow, I never thought about that, and I didn't even think about that as a possible question for this podcast. Put on the spot. How did you not think of that as a possible question? I'm a fuck. I hated it. when I dislike something, I try to like push it out of my brain. <laughs> I woke up. Exist. I watched this one a few days ago, and I haven't thought about it until this morning, where I was like, "You really need to have something." I'm um, I'm so glad that I watched it this morning because had I watched fresh. it a couple of days ago, I think I would have forgotten, forgotten everything that happened it. in it. I did zip around like fast forwarding to different parts of the movie this morning to refresh a little bit. But uh, I, I I guess I would say I'm pro death penalty, although like the most extreme. I don't know. I don't know how often they throw around the death penalty. And this movie kind of makes an interesting point where it's like if we have the death penalty, you need to be like you said beyond a shadow yeah. of a doubt. 
And a lot of times you're not beyond the shadow of a no. doubt how hard it is to prove something completely 100% verified. So maybe I'm not then. Maybe no. Maybe no death penalty. But then it's so expensive to keep people alive in a cell, <laughs> right? It's a lot of money. Well, and that's why we <laughs> should decriminalize drugs and let people who don't commit violent crimes live their lives. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, what's your take on the death penalty? I I agree with Dennis. I don't think th- I think the legal system's so fucked up that we can't have the death penalty. Can't be sure. It's I think it kind of comes down to the thing where like one innocent person going to death is it ruins thousands of guilty people going to death for yeah. me. Like I can't have that. I also think yeah, I also don't think we need to kill people as a as a government. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But whatever. Um what about you? I am Now keep in mind, Stephen, before you answer. Uh-huh. It is the fiftieth anniversary of Woodstock. <laughs> 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 let that weigh heavy on your heart as you <laughs> answer this question. Okay. Let me let that weigh heavy on my heart. Um All we I've just got, I've, I've just got Jimi Hendrix <laughs> playing the <laughs> national anthems. <laughs> no, uh I am I'm very against the death penalty. Um I don't think that it is I think that one one I think that uh we get it wrong constantly. Mm. There are tons of people that we have sentenced to death that people have reopened their cases with like new DNA evidence or looking at looking at how the process got how the D- how their DNA v- evidence got, you know, looked at or whatever or like racist cops or racist yep. cops or whatever. And we find out that absolutely that's not what happened. Um, and but we've already killed the person. Yeah. Uh, the Sorry. other thing is the other thing is is that it's actually more expensive to put somebody on death row than it is to house them for the rest of their lives. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Because when you when you get sentenced to life, um, and you're when you get sentenced to life and you are out of uh you're out of any kind of um, acquittal process, you get put, especially if you're a nonviolent criminal or if you are, even if you're a violent criminal, but you, like, over time show that you're no longer, you're not going to be violent to other inmates. They can put you in general population. They can do different things with you. They can, they, you, you no longer become this heavy risk. Mm. Death row costs more money because, they, because of how they house people. And then also there's a much more lengthy process for going back to trial with, your with your stuff to try to get de- or to to get the death penalty taken away right. and move to life in prison, and so there's just this lengthy legal process that costs a lot of money and clogs up the entire the the entire judicial system and and becomes something where it's like you know the federal like as you go up the the state supreme courts and stuff like that it's like that like a lot of these death penalty cases are what's being tried. Because people are trying to get out of having the death penalty, yeah. and there's more important things that those people could be doing. Yeah. Um, Maybe they're saving a lot of money in prisons on suicide watch nowadays. Um, Ooh, are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> you guys for those listening <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Jeffrey the Epstein died this week. Yeah, um, he died. We'll say. Yeah, we're not gonna say. He but committed um, suicide. But he, he committed suicide. He did. You think he committed suicide? Do you think he did or it? Or do you think he was like, I, you You don't think maybe higher, rich, powerful people made sure that 
he got killed or that he committed suicide? Or I something? don't know. I haven't heard that theory. I don't know. Washington. Washington. You haven't Post. heard any conspiracy theories about no. this? Washington Post I, came out. I work six days a week. That's And true. I don't have the emotional energy to listen to the news. I thought you had the scoop. You are a judicial I do not system have the adjacent. Scoop. <laughs> <laughs> I am no longer judicial <laughs> system adjacent. Uh, yeah, a lot of people think that he had a lot of awful information about other rich, powerful people that he was going to spill. Yeah, he probably did. But well, I, I mean, I don't know why that would mean that he didn't want to kill himself. Yeah, That's I mean, the thing. He, he was already in a situation he was where he was in a situation where he definitely wanted to. The Washington Post really uh, came out with a thing. They they leaked a part of the um, a part of the autopsy the other day that was that his hyoid was cracked, and usually when you uh, Usually, if you hang yourself, your hyoid doesn't crack. Oh, when somebody else. If somebody chokes you, you to death. Isn't it? Your hyoid cracks. Do, this is a fucked up question. Isn't if you drop from like a high enough. If you place drop from a high enough height, then you can do it. And you snap your neck. Then you can then you can crack your hyoid. Yeah. As you. These were the high ceiling cells it. too, because he was but <laughs> and he had the money for it. <laughs> It's it's up in the air. Quadruple bunk wanna, bed. Quadruple bunk bed. <laughs> I don't know. Swan leap <laughs> quadruple <laughs> bunk bed. Um, you know how I know what the hyoid is? What bones? Ah, the show bones. Oh, the show bones. I thought you were like just. Bones. I was gonna say I was like <laughs> general. I was like that is it, bones. It is a bone. It is a bone. <laughs> like, is that, uh, you no, guys ever go to court? You ever go to court, guys? Have any court stories? I I went to court. Hearings? I went to court one time. How was it? Did you <laughs> I didn't go to trial. I took uh, a plea. This is this is the uh, is this the time that I finally get to share my 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 DUI story? Oh, I don't know, no pressure. I don't well, no, because I because what I had was I just want to talk about the rush of talking to a judge. Have you ever and being up there? Have oh. you ever been? Have you ever been arrested? Uh, it's stupid that I have to think about this. I don't have an answer. Uh, no, I've never been arrested. Have you ever been arrested? No, you've never been arrested. Steven's been arrested. I've been arrested. <laughs> My my only do we brush have time? do we have time for my, this story? My only brush with the judicial system was that I got uh I got a DUI. Um I was very guilty. Uh can I tell the abbreviated the inebriated? <laughs> you can you can tell the abbreviated story and I'll just, just for pop the punchline. Just in the punchline. I'll just so pop good. it on things. Is uh you were driving home, nothing not even a crazy night, right? But just no. Definitely hammered. He's no. not driving home. He was not driving, driving home. Around. You were driving home? I got drunk. I got drunk at my house. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it makes it better. I can't believe I already got it wrong. And in the, in <laughs> yeah. the best way possible, too. No, I got drunk at my house. Uh, I was living in Chicago in Logan Square. And what I used to do, not drunk, was uh, if it was late at night, I would go out for a drive. I've done this since I was like 16 or 17 years old. If I couldn't sleep, I'd just go for a drive. On the highway, I listen to music. Uh, maybe I go pick something up or something like that. Yeah. Um, I got drunk at my house uh, about an hour or so later. D- and I, in my family, it's not okay to drive drunk. Like it's, It was never a thing I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't drive drunk okay. uh, regularly. And I just forgot that I had been drinking. Uh, because me all the time. Well, I'm an alcoholic, so like... <laughs> You know, sometimes you just forget you that forget. You, you forget that you've been drinking. And I got in my car and I drove about uh, 30 or 40 minutes north of Chicago. Uh, I stopped at a Speedway gas station and locked my keys in my car and then called the police to please come unlock my car. Uh, they gave me a breathalyzer. Um, I was definitely drunk. Wait, can I take over now? Yeah. All right. 
Cop, <laughs> cop decides to throw you a bone, you know, Midwestern white guy, probably yep. pretty polite to the cop. He, I was you're very not polite driving to the at the time. You probably seem, he, you're definitely drunk, but you probably seem to have it together. He tells you, he's like, listen, there is a Denny's a half mile down the road. Not even. It was next door. Next door. <laughs> Go into the Denny's. You better sit there for like six hours. What did he say? Six hours? Four hours? It was six hours. or eight. Sit down for six hours. Do not get back in that car until you've been in that place for six hours. Don't let me see you again tonight. This is your break. You're lucky. So yep. Steven goes into the Denny's. Probably orders like three Grand Slams. Nope. I know I would. No. Lum- lumberjack Slam. <laughs> lumberjack the slam. largest slam they have. <laughs> the last... <laughs> How happy were you eating the meal compared to how long did you wait before you left? Uh, I was I was back on the road roughly an hour <laughs> later. <laughs> an hour. See, I can't believe you didn't even wait like th- like three hours. I I would probably be like, all right, I gotta get. Th- what am I doing? Three hours. He's not. An yeah. hour later, so you go back, get back in your car, pull out, and what's what's he pull you over? A half mile down the road. Um. Yeah. And you're real close to home, though, or no. not home? Like, no. Ca- are you, you close to like the, the county suburbs. line? I was. I was in a different tell me county. That, like, okay, but when you tell me that, like, yeah, if you had made it like my, five minutes more, my drunk brain told me. <laughs> this is this is what I thought. I love this. This is, this is what I'm I thought. sorry and everything. No, yeah, it's Probably, fine. Well, yeah. Well, no, because that was the last. Out. That was the last night that I ever drank. I've yeah, been sober yeah. ever since. Yeah, we wouldn't have met. Uh, we wouldn't have met. There you go. Uh. And we but wouldn't have this podcast. I'd right probably, now. I'd probably be dead. But um, yeah. what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I love that my death gets a wah wah. What, <laughs> what my what my drunk brain thought was, this guy sat in my car for a little bit. He probably went down the road to like to to uh, radar people. Like he's not sitting and just looking at my car. Yeah, he's got other stuff to. He's do. He's got other stuff to do on. At three in the morning on a Tuesday in DuPage, County. in DuPage, or uh, no, in Lake County, Lake County, Illinois, as a state trooper, he has nothing better to do. But he, I figured in my head, he's up the road, and what he's going to do is, is like circle back every once in a while just to make sure that my car is there. Yeah. And what I didn't want to do was wait multiple hours because I was like, I don't know when he's going to come back and circle and look for me. So I was like, I'll hop in my car, I'll get down uh like i'm i'm 20 minutes away from getting off the highway to go to my house and i was like even if it takes him 15 minutes to figure out that i'm gone like i'm almost home and then he's got to put out an apb for my license plate and stuff like that by this point by, by the time any cop sees me i'm gonna be parked i, I love how logical it sounds until you're like yeah. yeah but you don't know that yeah but i don't know that <laughs> well no once again drunk brain uh so there i was some logic to it there was some there logic, was logic to, to it, it. That's yeah. the thing, but it all starts with yeah, but you don't know that. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know that. <laughs> it and, could make sense. Uh, it it's could like it's like watching ancient aliens, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, this was a this was obviously an alien, and you're like, yeah, but you don't know that. You don't know that. Um, <laughs> and I got pulled over about half a mile down the road. Um, the are you crying before he gets no, to the car door? No. Okay. I'm looking for a lighter to light a cigarette. <laughs> Get that drunk breath off. Your <laughs> that was what I wanted to do. Oh. And because I thought maybe it's another cop because I was speeding. I was going like 90. And you were like, you're like, if it's a different cop, I can get out of this. If it's a different cop, maybe I can get out of this. It's been an hour. And uh, and so (laughs) same cop. He looks at me into the window. Uh, I couldn't even see him because he had his flashlight. And he goes, Stephen, you made a terrible decision tonight. And I immediately (laughs) started crying. (laughs) 
And then he pulled me out of the car, and then he gave me a uh, field sobriety test, which I promptly failed every part of. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, like he gave me like the he gave me like the simple ones. There's some that are like you can't do. Yeah. Like do I learned all about ask that. People to say the alphabet backwards. Yeah. See, I couldn't do that. So no, that they there's there's certain ones where it's say the alphabet backwards, say the alphabet backwards, and you you can't do it thinking. You have to do it like in a cadence, like the same way that you would be like A B C D E. You you have to do that. You have to do <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you impossible. You're drunk. <laughs> there are you're going to jail for the rest of your life. There there are certain sobriety tests that are like where it's like they're like they're difficult and they're looking for stuff that it's not like you know oh you touched the ground with that so now you're drunk but yeah. like they're looking for certain things but uh, but I failed all those and then I got arrested. And uh, and in all honesty, like the cops couldn't have been nicer about it. Yeah. Like they, uh, you know, they took me in and they booked me because I heard a lot of stories uh, from people later uh, that were like, these cops were awful and they were whatever and they were blah, blah. And I'm like, actually, my guys were like super, super good guys. Yeah, they were suburb guys. Um, nice. Yeah. Like they just they just found a guy who was drunk and yeah. arrested him. You were, you like were they local. To. You know what I mean? And uh well, they were state troopers, but it was like, oh, true, yeah. they didn't, like, it's like when I got back and they, like, booked me and stuff like that. It's, it's like, they didn't have anybody else there. They weren't arresting yeah. anybody. They're they're probably, they mostly give felt speeding. bad for you. They mostly yeah. give speeding like, tickets. they got to do this, you know? Yeah. yeah. You're like, this um, motherfucker. But that's the only time that I've been, that's the only time did that you I've go been to court? Did you ever get to speak to a judge? I uh, I did go to court. Um, I love talking to speak a judge. To, I did speak to a judge, but at the same time, I didn't, one, I didn't say much. I basically just said yes and no. Okay. Um, you had a lawyer with you. I had a lawyer. I see. I always go, no lawyer. I'm representing myself. <laughs> and they're like, we haven't started yet. <laughs> Is this like a frequent occurrence? <laughs> I, I have a policy. No lawyer overruled. <laughs> <laughs> Objection. Objection, Your Honor. I have a policy that I always fight my tickets, unless it's like a simple oh. parking ticket. I've always gone. I had a ticket for a speeding ticket where mm -hmm. I went and uh, pled my case and uh, I didn't get, I got it knocked down a little bit, mm -hmm. but the really satisfying thing was like standing next to the cop. It's the only time you kind of get to fucking talk to a cop and be yeah. like, well, because I just looked at him. I'm like, when did you last calibrate your gun? Da -da -da -da. How do you know Whoa. it's accurate? Blah, blah, blah. And I started saying all this stuff, but I'm saying it to the judge. Like, I'm not like getting in the cop's face, yeah. Yeah. but I'm addressing the cop pretty much through the judge. And at one point I'm saying something and the cop interjects with like a, Buddy, that's not how it works. Like something like that. Mm -hmm. And the, ready for this? The judge put his hand up at the cop. Was like, uh, uh, "You had your turn. Hold on." Oh. And it all oh. worth it for that. <laughs> all worth it just to have a cop be like, "Fuck this guy." And uh, yeah, I don't know. I like I like putting on a jacket, getting up early, making sure I'm there, <laughs> and like because they're always like, "Who? Anyone there?" It's always the thing where like the five people before me who also think they're like, "I'm going to talk and I'm going to figure you know get this knocked down or something." They're all blubbering idiots who like yeah. took a half day off work and didn't do any preparation. They didn't bring anything with them. They don't didn't dress up. And then I get up there and I'm like, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> the other time I went was for a uh, had a using my phone in traffic. I was doing TaskRabbit in New York City years mm -hmm. ago. Dead stop traffic. The light had changed a few times and I hadn't even moved. So at one point I 
took out my phone to change the GPS, mm-hmm. and I get a knock on my window. I got pulled over by a foot cop in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> a foot cop. He knocked on my window. That's not really getting pulled no. over. That's just getting. That's just sitting in traffic. <laughs> just, well, that's he goes. He goes pull over here, and it took me another ten minutes just to pull over. That's how congested <laughs> oh, it was. No. That's and ridiculous. He, he gave me the ticket. He's like, you're not allowed to use the. Tra-. I'm like, we're parked essentially, and I went and I fought that case too, and they uh, they threw it out because he never showed up. But if he had showed up, it would have been like, you remember me? <laughs> remember knocking on my window? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I like I like uh, I like so going cool. to court and at least just fucking having a s- at least ha- that's where it comes from having your day in court. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, it might yeah. not all work out, but at least you get to go there and have your say, and it does feel kind of good. Yeah, that's my best court story anyway. Have you ever gone? To, have you ever been to court? I've been in, in a jury. Oh, you've been in a jury. Mm-hmm. Was that disheartening? Because I did jury duty once, and it the judicial branch used to be my favorite branch of government and now, <laughs> and now it's like forget it i got no, no love for it at all yeah i don't think i had much love for it before but no. i still don't have you ever done jury, have you ever done jury duty yeah i tried to get i i went to jury duty like a year ago and uh it took four fucking days before they kicked me out Jeez. four days Jesus. of mouthing off i told <laughs> like you know how like initially they give everyone <laughs> they give everyone like all right, everyone's got an excuse. We know nobody wants beer, so everyone's going to get to say their excuse. And I was like, I'm going to say I'm a comedian and that I'm going to talk about this no matter what. And they'll be like, all right, yeah, you can't do that, so get out of here. I went up to the judge and I was like, I'm a comedian. I'm going to talk about this. I've already written jokes about being here for him. <laughs> and then he was, he was like, actually, it was a she. She was like, that's your excuse? I'm like, yep. She's like, that's not good enough. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm going to talk about whatever happens in the trial. And she's like, you can't do that, though. And I'm like, well, how do you guys enforce that? Right. And yeah. she was like, get to the back of the line. <laughs> and then eventually, when I finally made it up to the, like the jury thing, yeah. I swear to God, I... I was killing in court. I had everybody <laughs> laughing because I was just being a fucking sarcastic. I, I said like that, that in court. I, I like, like that you just, I like that the, the, it doesn't matter where you are. Stage time. If the, it's yeah. stage time. There were people, there was 30 people in a room <laughs> and it was great. And uh, a microphone, I assume. Great acoustics. Be. I didn't even need the microphone. I just, I just uh, projected my voice. But at one, I did, I literally, what I said to you, I said the judicial system used to be my favorite branch of government, but this, <laughs> like this is going so slowly and it's taking this, and they left, and eventually they were like, "Yeah, we just can't have you in the room anymore. Like, we're not going to get anything <laughs> disrupted." It. it was great, but I used to be—I wanted to be on jury duty for a while, and then you get there and you're like, "This is how things run. Like, no, this it is—it's fucking awful. It's not it takes exciting. so much time, so much money. It's depressing." The the case we were going to talk about was from nine years ago, of, and was yeah. only now being brought yes, to trial. Yes, and I was like, "This is incredible. Yep. I couldn't believe it." But still more interesting than this movie, though. I'll say that. <laughs> I've never—I've never been on jury duty. No. I have been called to jury duty, yeah. Um, but I've always uh, been—I've uh, I've always been able to get out of it. Like I like the because it's like before b- it's even going in, get out of it. It's been because. <coughs> sorry, I'm coughing. Uh, it's been because where I'm re- where I was registered to vote versus where I was living, because I got called two times when I was still registered in Ohio, but I was living in Chicago, going to college and uh they let me out of it because i didn't live there um and then i got uh and then i got asked to i got jury duty in chicago but i was living in new york already and i just hadn't changed my uh so you're just on the lam i hadn't changed my status (laughs) well no i changed my status here in new york um i just haven't been called for jury duty i didn't get a summons i got a i got a hey you have to 
you you do have to you better say you better be there well no i got the letter that's like you do have to sign up to say you will do jury duty okay um i got that letter but uh but yeah i think that it's this movie is a a, a terrible like try to like take down the judicial system it just doesn't the the problem that I have, and it's the reason why, like when I when I asked a question earlier of like, would you have sentenced Donald Sutherland's character to death on if you were online? And my thing was, the guy who the Pistol Pete did not do a good job explaining why I should kill Donald Sutherland. Yeah, there wasn't enough corruption. There wasn't enough. He wasn't a bad enough guy. Was you just didn't like a judge. He was just like a judge. Just a, ju- just a dude. <laughs> kind of the thing like it's the just guy a just doing his job where it's like, all right, granted, he did kind of. He's like, yeah, I don't. It's like, ah, oh, shit, I fucked that up. But like, he People was just a guy. Doing, yeah, he was just a guy doing his job who didn't do a great job one time and I mean, made a, a couple mistake. bad. It's a big mistake. It is a big mistake. Which I think is more of bad. a well, which I think is more of a a thing of like, you know. It's a systemic issue. It's a systemic issue. It's not a single judge issue. And, like, I think the movie would have been better had it been a single judge issue. If this had been a case that he, like, hung his hat on and then became a whatever and, like, had had all this success. It's kind of like, I don't know, have you ever seen the movie The Hurricane? The Bob Dylan song? It well no, it's, it's the story, story that it. he wrote. Oh, it is related to that though. It's yeah. Oh okay. No, I have the, not seen it. <laughs> the Bob Dylan song. The I kind of I'm familiar with the story though. What what happened to the guy? He's yeah. He it's based on the story of uh, of a boxer who went to prison for a murder he didn't commit, and everybody involved in his case, as they brought it back to trial, <coughs> everybody that was involved in his case had hung their entire careers on this guy. Where it was like the attorney general, the judge, the every like everybody involved, they had made their career by putting this guy in prison, and so finding out that they covered up a bunch of stuff to f- to put him in prison was a big deal. Yeah, this where blow. it's like it's a big blow to everybody's careers. This didn't seem like that. Yeah. Were all the people involved white? Well, yeah. you said. It was Everybody was white. Lady. Everyone was white. There's so much commentary you could have made with this premise. That's the thing. Yeah, Which it is, is kind of premise. like it is kind of an interesting idea to like take these people and the whole like the media becomes the judge and the mispractices of the media in like taking the worst photo of a criminal. Well, and or they not even, even you know, they suspect. even do certain things where it's like at the end of the movie when the SWAT comes in, they shoot everybody and they shoot Donald Sutherland and and. Pistol Pete doesn't have the gun, and Donald Sutherland does have the gun, and they shot both of them. They start talking. The co- the cops, the SWAT team, starts saying things that are like, "I had to shoot him. I had, we had to shoot. Had to shoot him. We Cheered because we had it's to." Like do that whatever. would never fucking happen because these fucking the shooters who did the shootings a couple weeks ago went out like in handcuffs with like a hug from the policeman. Yeah. <laughs> like well, and like some of that happened, but also like the kind of commentary they were trying to make was the kind of commentary that cops make when they shoot an unarmed black man. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and that on uh, like there's just so many more interesting ways they could have done the movie yeah. had the entire trial been around. Like, basically, they, they pin the entire thing on a poor black man, and y- now you've got the white judicial system going against, you know, an African-American man, and you've got, 
you know, police corruption. And they sh- they kind of mentioned some co- police corruption-y things with the detective in it, but, like, they never really went there. For a movie really where ha- not a lot like, happens, it felt like it took forever to get all this shit out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's not really that much that it covers. There's a lot of repeating itself in this fucking movie. Pistol Pete says the same goddamn thing, like, nine times throughout this fucking film. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. It, it like, repeats itself, and yeah. it doesn't, it, th- it just doesn't do a good job of, like, stating, of, like, going through its own premise yeah and and starts off where it's like you're just so conf- I was so confused for the first 20 minutes of the movie I didn't know who anybody was I didn't know what was going on and they and I know that they did that the filmmaker did that intentionally and that was my problem just tell me <laughs> what it's about <laughs> just tell me what the movie's about yeah, no, I agree. Just, just have In the way, expositional, have the expositional scene where you sit there and you go, "This is what's happening." Yeah. In a way, that's almost why I enjoyed the first twenty-five minutes of the movie because I didn't know it was bad yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I was still yeah. like, "This could be cool." All right, this could go somewhere. I like that they acknowledge the this soft could be thing. Cool. I like that they're trying to, you know, the little game of like figure out how you're related. Which, by the way, there was a nun. Yeah, we figure out, which is fucking stupid. Sorry, well, I'm using no, the effort a lot on this podcast, but they really didn't like this movie. Well, no, and like they, like when they did that entire thing, the F word. <laughs> well, that's when they they did that entire thing where it's like they they gave them both newspapers and they had to read things off the newspapers to try to like figure out. They had these two people and they had to figure out how are you guys connected. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of it was they're not connected. That's and then dumb. he ki- and dumb. then the and then this the the guy who kidnapped them kills the random guy on camera, and it's to prove. That he he is, means it. He means He'll do it. it. <laughs> the whole reason he kidnapped that guy was to kill him on camera, so that everybody knows. No, I'll kill you. I'll I'm a killer. You. Kind of. I don't know. And and also to be like, well, now I've definitely killed someone. I deserve it. Surely I should receive the death penalty. Um, but then later on in the film, we find out that you also killed the little girl. So you were yeah. <laughs> you didn't need to kill that guy. Right. We believe you. There's yeah. there's just so many more things that this that this could have like it's so sad to me because like i don't like any of the movies that are like that there's a bunch of these movies where it's like we took a bunch of prisoners and we put them on i can't remember what movie it was i know that steve stone cold steve austin was in it really where they they did a movie where he him and a bunch of other inmates get put on an island austin is the new black all right oh boy um (laughs) no but they uh they put a bunch of prisoners on like an island and they've got cameras all over it and it's whatever prisoner can uh can survive uh gets to go free. Smart money's on Stone like Cold. The Hunger Games. It's like the Hunger Games sort of. This was pre Hunger Games, but the entire premise of it was that they have cameras all over the island and they're live streaming it and it's like a pay per view event. So and you can kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you don't get it. It's like there's a dystopian <laughs> government that's set in. But well, but the premise of the movie is is that they is that these people are making hundreds of millions of dollars because people just can't stop themselves from wanting to watch everybody get killed. And I just have this moment where I'm like, that's it's just not that. Like that's not what most people want to watch. Yeah. 
Like that's the thing too is in this movie that. when the numbers keep the numbers start at like four hundred people watching this stream of the judge being interrogated by Pistol Pete, and eventually it's like half. It's over a million, I think, right? It's like millions and millions of people. I, I'd are be watching. the guy where I'd watch for like five minutes and be like, "This is fucking boring, man. I'm changing." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also just like these types of things, these weird things. Ex- like weird fucked up parts of the internet they exist and i'm not saying like serial killers live streaming deaths yeah, but like but there's, there's crazy up. fucked up shit online and people don't go there it's like a very small right. fraction it's of like people like 8chan or whatever that, yeah it's like 8chan and 4chan and like oh I, there really is an 8chan yeah i didn't even know um 99chan <laughs> another one but like yeah but not nobody goes there except for those there's well no there's a very small sliver right. of people that that are dedicated to weird fucked up things on the internet snuff films but and, and yeah that type of thing and watching people die and stuff like that but like that's not mass mass no. popular thing yeah. like Reddit's a lot more popular millions yeah. and millions of people videos, cat videos well but it's like millions and millions of people are not going to tune in to watch people die. No. They'll tune into like breakups and emotional right. yeah. emotional death. <laughs> <laughs> emotional <laughs> death. But not physical death. I think Barstool Sports everybody, is gonna start coming. Everybody snuff just films. wants to everybody just wants to watch people die inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> like the bachelor. Um so yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't it wasn't a good movie. Nah. I feel bad, like I said earlier. Donald Sutherland definitely did somebody a fucking favor. I, you know, you know what this reminded me of? We watched it a long time ago. Was uh, was the kidnapping of Mr. Heineken? Yes. Yeah. Where you've got, you've Anthony got Anthony Hopkins was in a movie just like this. Oh. <laughs> like a shitty, didn't make a lot of sense. Well, that, At least that one, was based off a true story, though. That one was based off a true story, and I feel like that's one of those ones where it's like I think that in that case. Uh, he found like a like, it felt like Anthony Hopkins found something about that character that he really liked, mm. and he spent most of the movie in like one room, and I'm sure it took him like four days to do, yeah. and so it wasn't that hard of a gig. That's kind of how this one feels: is that it's like Donald Sutherland was probably on this movie for like three days. That's true. Four days. Uh, it's mostly sitting in one spot under the same lighting, talking to somebody. But I don't know how he read the script and was like, this is profoundly good. Riveting. Yeah, like it's rivetingly, <laughs> profoundly good. Like, I could understand signing on to this before a script is written where right, you're like, yeah. you know a director, you know somebody, and you're like, and they're like, I want to do this movie about this. And you're like, that sounds like a cool premise. I'll play that part. But I don't understand how you read the script and you're still like, yep. Yeah. Because the script wasn't good. Um, well, roll credits. Uh, I'm gonna stick with definitely don't stream this movie. There's watch go watch Fast and the Furious again. That was a fucking good one. Yeah, we Fast and the Furious was good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what other. What would you recommend instead of this? Hmm. Philadelphia with Tom Hanks. <laughs> I don't even like that movie. You're that just much. picking a, picking another courtroom drama. I mean, wait, Donald Sutherland didn't have AIDS in this movie. Um. Yeah, that's what this was about. It was, right? No. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. There's not a lot of movies that tackle the judicial system in the way that this movie did. Yeah. But, I don't know. Go read an article. Fucking go educate yourself a little bit instead mm-hmm. of trying to learn through this movie because it's not going to happen. Yeah. 
Dennis Rooney 7 on Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, follow us on Facebook, Netflix Book Club. Steven, anything? Uh, no, I don't have anything to plug. Um, do you have anything to plug? Um, I think if you want to watch a movie about oh the yeah, judicial what do you system, you should watch The House I Live In by Eugene Jarecki, which I think is about the war on drugs. Yeah, that's so mostly you'll about You'll learn something. You'll be smarter. Yeah, It'll that's be a good movie. Um, I'm check that out. Okay. Yeah, I think that's uh there's some good there's some great documentaries. But uh but yeah. All right. We're ending on a real quiet note. It's getting quieter. All right. Everybody's saying goodbye. Goodbye.